0: Alright, so we're back with episode 2 And we finally have a name for the podcast Shooting the shit And we have a new co-host for today too Kevin, Kip Page, whichever one you want to go by um, Before we get into anything new though I want to talk about uh, Last episode, me and Kurt talked about uh, Funny wrestling stories So if you have one, let, let's have it man That's uh, uh, everybody here
1: <laughs> Alright, so uh, I can think of tons of them But um, the one I'm going to say is So, back when I first started training, um, I had to pay my dues, you know, whatever. And the way I was paying my dues was being a photographer. I would take pictures at all the shows, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't remember who he was wrestling, but it was a match with Sean Resnick. And at the time, Sean Resnick was wearing trunks, uh, which for anybody who doesn't know what trunks are, it's the ones that look like underwear. And, uh, you know... I have no problem with anybody wearing trunks, big guy, little guy, whatever, as long as you know you keep your stuff, you know, tucked away. Right. Well, he hits a centon splash, I have and have a feeling I know where this is going. I'm sure you do. Uh, his one leg hole opened up enough that his balls fell out. <laughs> And there I am, taking pictures, you know, I'm trying to get a good picture of the suntan Splash, and I'm in perfect angle for, you know, the legs to be aimed at me. And I snap a picture of him with his ball starting to fall out of the side.
0: Now I have to ask, did that picture make the, um, did it make, did, did, did it become public?
1: No. Uh, I definitely deleted that one, there's, I've taken tons of pictures of, of a lot of different wrestling matches, and there are quite a few pictures I have deleted over the years. Uh, out of respect to whoever was working that match. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely one that I deleted immediately. Like, I I didn't even want to look at it again. Um, no, I don't know. Like, you know, you're in the locker room, you know, you might happen to see somebody we, changing or whatever. It, it, it's funny it that you bring
0: that up because me and Kurt also talked about that too. I talked about the fact that for years, you know, you watch... And we were talking bigger names at the time, so for years you watch these guys on TV and then you share a locker with them and you see things that you don't want to. Yeah. That's not how you saw them as a kid, you don't want to see them like that as a grown-up. <laughs> right. Just saying.
1: So, like, I mean, it happens and that's different and, you know, I don't have a photographic memory so I don't have to worry about it. But, like, you know, something with, like, actual hard proof of it happening, yeah, I don't <laughs> want that either. that so right. that's that's my fun story funny story. And uh, and
0: I'm sure that we're going to cover more funny stories because, I mean, again, you're in the business for so long, you see and see, hear a lot of funny stuff. Yep. Um,
1: But lesson learned? Keep your balls balls intact. intact. Yes. (laughs)
0: Keep your balls intact. It is a very (laughs) important thing. Um, So we're going to move on to something different. Uh, I want to talk about pet peeves in wrestling. Now, before I even touch on anything, I want to start out by saying that I love professional wrestling. Whether it be WWE, Ultra Underground, Impact, ROH, New Japan Pro Japan. Wrestling. Exactly, man. I love the business itself. Indie wrestling. Without saying. I yeah. Mean, come on. Both of us in the business. We love what we do. Yep. Or we wouldn't be doing it. But Let's put that out there, honestly. Um, but there's a few aspects of it that I don't like. Um, I don't like the drama aspect of it. No. Um, I never have been a fan of that. And then there's too much of it. I'm not going to go out and start telling stories and all that other fun stuff. Um, But I have never been a fan of the drama aspect of wrestling. I agree. Um, I was told that a long time ago, and I've I've stuck by this for years, and I've told other people this. When it stops becoming fun, don't do it anymore. And I think some people forget that it is supposed to be a fun thing. And it becomes very personal um, and just... Drama fied and drama field and I don't like that.
1: It makes me think of that Cypress Hill uh, rock superstar song. you yeah. just interchange it wrestling superstar. Was that
0: it? It's a job, but it's a fun job. Though was that was that a Because he used to show sure. it to
1: that. Sure, why not? Yeah, thanks. I'll take it. <laughs> it. It's a fun job. It, it is a job, though. Mm-hmm. You have to have professionalism. Yeah. you know, you cannot go into. You know, if you're working, let's even just say Walmart. Yeah, if you're working at Walmart and you go in and causing drama with the other co-workers or, you know, trying to fight, you know, an employee at, you know,
0: a Walmart, you know, five miles away. It's going to get you fired. Exactly. The thing is with indie wrestling, a lot of times it won't get you fired, but you'll get a reputation of being the person that, hey man, this dude's drama or this, this, this female's drama, don't, don't bother with that person. So all around, it's it's not a fun thing. No. Uh, never. Never have been a fan of that aspect of the business.
1: See, I've tried to stay out of it as much as I can, uh, the, the drama aspect of it. Um, people will tell me something, I keep it to myself. Right. You know, I'm not going to go and run and tell this person to see what happens now between the two different wrestlers.
0: Right. And there's a lot of people that like to stir the pot. Right. Let's be honest.
1: And I'm, I'm not a pot stirrer. I will listen to anybody's complaints about anything they want to complain about. Right. But it's not my responsibility or my business to go tell anybody else. Right. Um, if they have a legitimately a legitimate beef with somebody, right. it's up to them to settle it. Yep. It's not my responsibility to you know make sure both parties know what each other's saying.
0: And I feel the same way. Like depending on who you ask, um, I stay out of the drama myself. I don't. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, again, depending on who you ask, when it comes to me, because uh, my name will get drudged through quite a few bits of shit. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. I take it in stride and do my thing. I'm not gonna. Because no one's ever approached and came at me with it they'll, they'll run their mouth But they won't approach and come at you with it Because that's the genuine consensus of how that works We're going to talk shit about you But we're not going to say it to your face right? Because we don't do that I respect you more if you just came to me and said Look dude, you're an asshole I don't like you Cool, that's your opinion And that's yeah. fine, you don't have to like me And that, that's 100% okay with me I'm Not going to hurt my feelings <laughs> Depending on who the person is If I like a person, then, hey man, you're an asshole Okay, that may hurt a little bit Whatever. Right. At least you come up to me, and I would respect you if you said it to my face. Right. <clears throat> All right. So, again, the drama thing—not my thing. Don't like it. You don't like it. We're on agree. We're in agreement on that one. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, another thing that bothers me, um, and this is—I see it so much, man. I see it so much. Uh, guys that are in the business, and they constantly um, critique and shit on, like what WWE does, for example. So let's take it back Just a couple weeks ago The World Rumble pay-per-view You see two different sides of that You see people posting Oh man, you know It's Rumble Sunday I'm Excited for the show It's one of my favorite shows That's me And 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 again Before I say anything else I want to say that We, we talked about this uh, In episode one Regardless of the fact That we're workers Wrestlers What have you In the business You're still a fan Right uh, We didn't just walk in one day And say Hey, we want to be a wrestler We, we had this Um this liking for this 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 whole thing as kids, and that's what brought us to be a part of it, you know. Because you were a fan, and you never stop being a fan. No. I'm not saying you can't have your opinion, but when you go on Facebook and you blast on everything that they do, that's just not the right thing to do. Right. And, and some of these guys want to be in WWE. They want to go there and work one day. And I can tell you right now, by posting that stuff on Facebook. You just fucked your chance because social media whether it be facebook twitter instagram whatever has screwed a lot of people over in the years because they posted shit that they dug up from years ago and it's ruined their reputation agreed um so just i mean you know just that thing seeing people talk about genuinely being happy about a pay-per-view and then as soon as it started a uh, half hour into the pay-per-view well that fucking sucked this was terrible i could have done that better you're not there though. Right, and there's a reason There's
1: a reason you're not there and that person <coughs> is, you right. know? And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that, you know, Joe Schmo is a bad worker, you know, uh, uh, indie Joe Schmo is a bad worker, right. but there's a reason that that Joe Schmo is not in, you know, John Cena's spot or exactly. Dean Ambrose spot or Roman Reigns spot or whatever.
0: And there's also a reason why you're not in a uh, writer's position for that company. That too. Uh, again, you can have your own opinion. But to sit back in a chair and watch the show and say that you could have done that better, I could have wrote that story better. That was shitty. That was that sucked. Remember, you're in the business. Right. And they're on a bigger stage, albeit you're doing the same thing they're doing though. And you don't like it when someone comes to an indie show and shits on the things that you do, because that those are the first people to get offensive about it. Hmm. Am I am I wrong? No, you're right. And and they will complain about it just as much. And and again, yeah it hurts your feelings when you think you went out there and busted your ass and there's a fan saying man that match fucking sucked that dude was fucking shitty yeah think about how that makes you feel when someone says it to you and then you turn around and go on there and do it on a bigger scale and I'm not gonna say
1: that you know I like everything that you know other companies do like larger companies like WWE Impact whatever exactly Uh, there's there's times I I watch a match and I'm like why would they do that or I am watching a storyline unfold and I'm like man you know don't the people who are writing this and don't the higher-ups and the yeah. board the wwe
0: board don't they realize that
1: nobody's into this the difference is you keep it to yourself i do keep it to myself you, you
0: may conversate with someone else you keep it to yourself you don't go on on social media and put it out there and say well this was terrible and that sucked right um and i think i mean i think
1: everybody has that <laughs> kind of opinion you know yeah. that they, they watch it and they they have their opinion of oh i like this or i didn't like this for whatever reason yeah It just there's a good handful that
0: don't say anything there's the bad handful that do absolutely and i you know i'm not going to sit here and say i'm a saint because i'm not uh, i used to uh post stuff that i probably shouldn't have posted i think we all have been guilty of that you know we go on there and we probably put stuff on there that we shouldn't and now you can take it off if you want to or yeah. whatever but before you couldn't do that you know and it was just stuck and you knew it was there and you saw it and it you know, i mean i should have done that you know so but i think as you get older you start to realize Man that's really stupid To put some stuff out there like, Oh yeah Because then In uh, social media People pretty much know Your entire life Yeah You know And, and the, the biggest thing People say Oh well they, you only post What you know You want people to see You know What if you know a person Genuinely know a person Then you know that person You not have to Oh well that person's fake Because they posted that Or this and that You know who's fake You know who's not If right. you know a person Fair <laughs> um, Very fair Facebook promos Uh, and and in no way do I mean posting videos because I'm all for that Uh, I think promos themselves as far as videos are a very good storyteller especially between shows so if you have a show in January and there's that four or five week downtime between your next show in February it's good to put promos out there because it keeps people interested Um, it keeps them uh, involved in the storyline itself and if you didn't make the January show you can watch that promo find out what's going on and know what's going to happen in February um I'm talking typed out Facebook promos. People that go back and forth fighting (laughs) over the dumbest shit sometimes. I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I just, I never have been a fan of that. See,
1: I agree and disagree at the same time. Um, I agree there's, there's no reason, especially on their page where they're just their name. Right. Um... There's no reason you should put a long, drawn-out promo. Now, if you have a like page for, you, right. for who you are, for your gimmick,
0: you know, that's one thing. Um, and I've done that. I'm guilty of that myself. I, I have a like page, so I'll sometimes, you know, throw out maybe like a little... If, if I'm working as a heel, I'll, show, I'll throw a little bit of a heel shade in there and, and, and just uh, promoting that show. But I'm not cutting an entire 500-paragraph <laughs> promo to go with a... Um, picture of the show right
1: now if that if that's what you want to do do a video right you know do a video get it approved by the promoter I mean uh, that's a that's something I should mention later on when we get into more pet peeves Um, get approved by the promoter though and post it you know a video goes a lot further than a written thing I'll watch a video or look at a picture well before I will read a long three-paragraph, exactly. you know, rant about anything. It doesn't even matter if it's wrestling-related or not, but keeping it wrestling-related here. But if you are going to do that, at least do it on, you know, your gimmicks
0: page. No, I agree. Um, Kayfabe's dead. Yeah, it, it, sadly <laughs> enough, and, and and I think we had touched on that, too, in the first episode, the sadly enough, yeah, no, know Kayfabe has died over the years. You know, I remember when I told the story in the first episode where I worked for IWA and then we had like the two separate sides of the locker room had your faces and your heels and on our side you know we were over there with the Iron Sheik and then the family had walked in and Iron Sheik went nuts on this family and I didn't know whether to laugh or like to stand in the corner and be like don't say shit because it it (laughs) kind of freaked me out a little bit but you know yeah no kayfabe it's sad but it's dead it really is and I mean I I
1: like that I I don't like that kayfabe's dead I like the whole kayfabe aspect granted we're killing it right now Um, well you know yeah but, <laughs> but, you know, growing up watching wrestling, watching WWE, you know, there's, you know, Rock when he was heel and Austin when he was face. In my mind, the Rock was a dick. Austin was awesome. Right,
0: right. And, and if, it made if, you believe that.
1: And if anything ever came out that they were hanging out together or anything, it would probably would have destroyed that whole fantasy. Oh, yeah. It ruined the whole story. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and exactly. there's still our kids who, you know they buy into it you know they buy into this person's good and this person's bad that's it there's no in between there's no way that these people can ever be friends these people can ever hang out there's no reason that I should be sitting here talking to bouncer right. you know but you know it's it's yeah that I got off topic I'm sorry no but you're right
0: <laughs> um, and now while we're talking about promos um, I'm not a fan of selfie promos Um, Explain selfie promo. Okay, so a selfie promo (laughs) to me, you take your phone, you hold it so close to in front of your face that not only can we see up your nose, (laughs) we can see in your mouth. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Um, I'm not knocking you for cutting a selfie promo. Uh, WWE had done them for, I don't know, it seemed like about a month and a half, two months or so. They do them
1: for all the um, intergender (laughs) tag matches. Right. And, and, but they do it think, like Facebook Live style. Right,
0: and they kind of handled theirs a little bit better. So, I mean, I, I, I'm i not favoring them, just saying like, okay, theirs were done to write. I didn't have to see up Braun Strowman's nose, okay? Um, some people cut these these selfie promos. And, and again, have somebody take your phone for you and cut the promo for you. Please, yeah. just, just have them recorded for you. It's a lot easier. It comes out so much more smooth. Uh, Looks more professional. Yeah, maybe get a, a tripod set up or something, you know, do it like that. Or even
1: lean the phone
0: up against something, you know? Put a
1: tissue box up. Put the phone on the tissue box. Give it a a couple seconds and
0: and edit it out. I'm not knocking anyone per se. I'm just saying selfie promos. Be careful when you don't, again. Nobody wants to see up your nose. So, yeah, um,
1: as far as, like, these selfie promos, like, you know, as long as... As long as you have something holding it or holding the camera, whatever, you know, it it will look better, look more professional. And I'm not saying this just because of my background with videography and stuff like that. You know, right. there's no reason that anybody should be holding the camera up in their face, talking, and that gets me into um, car promos. Yeah, and this is where a car promo is where people are driving in their car and talking and looking at the camera maybe four or five times through the entire promo, Uh, you're addressing an audience. You want them to feel connected to you. If you aren't even looking at them, how are they gonna feel connected whatsoever? Whether you are trying to connect as a heel or a face, you know, you want them to be engaged in your conversation. And then, since I'm going on about car promos, um, they don't make sense, period. You know, why are you being filmed while you're inside of your car? It's different if you are sitting in your car and you start your promo with, I just left X promotion and I'm too angry to even drive anywhere because of what just happened tonight. And I'm, I'm, you know, this, that, the other, whatever. That makes more sense to me. If,
0: if there's a story behind it and it makes it, sense. Right. Sense. But you got screwed driving. over for
1: the title or somebody attacks you from behind and you're sitting in your car and you're venting. You know, I've, I've sat in my car when I'm angry about real life stuff. Yeah. And you know, didn't drive anywhere, and I'm just like fuming on it. Same concept for the promo. If, if you're angry because of something that just happened, it makes sense. You know, I'm in my car and blah 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 blah. Um, the other one, and I'm I'm really continuing on this car promo crap, is people who are doing this promo while they're on their way to work. They've got their Circle K shirt on, or they've got a shirt and tie on, and. You're a wrestler. Right. That's this promo is for your wrestling. Right. Don't have your work logo showing. Don't have your outfit reflect something different than what your gimmick is. You know, it wouldn't make sense for me, for example, if anybody who doesn't know me, you know, look look up my like page kit page. Um, it wouldn't make sense for me to be in a shirt and tie. Yeah, we have shoot jobs, real jobs, right. but. The fans don't need to know that. The fans need to have this separation from your real life. Yep. And so, if I'm going to do a promo, I'm putting all my gear back on, or stuff that fits my gimmick, and I'm doing my promo like that. I'm not going to go stand in you know Hawaiian plaid shorts with a, a tank top on and do this
0: promo. Right. You know, uh, another thing that always gets me is, I feel like... Um, Per se, people not minding their own business Again, <laughs> I'm not a saint Have I posted stuff I probably shouldn't have? Yes
1: I mean, um, We should have jumped in a,
0: when we were talking about drama with this but right. yeah, no, uh, I mean, Have you is. learned your lesson from that? I have You know, I, And again, as you get older, I think you learn your lesson and You stop doing dumb shit sometimes uh, Some people can't do that um, I feel like this And this is going to piss people off And I'm sorry if it does But I'm not sorry for what I'm going to say Um If it doesn't remotely revolve around you or your promotion, stay out of it. There's no reason to post stuff that has nothing to do with you. Because what? You want to look cool? Or you want to pop the boys? Because really, it doesn't do anything for you.
1: See, I feel like it's a professionalism thing. Right. You know, and it's like what I was talking about with the drama, you know. Right. Let's go back to... Let's say you work at Walmart and, you know, Walmart five miles away had this happen or that happen or whatever. And you weigh in on it and make your opinion known on it and bash that Walmart and da, 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 and ours is so much better or anything along those lines, yeah. you know, that doesn't look good on you. No. And it doesn't
0: look good on you. And it doesn't look good on the, the, the company that you represent.
1: And I was going to say that, you know, as performers, we we are looked at as you know I'm not saying all of us you know but you know there's fans that idolize us there's right. little kids that idolize you or n- not even the idolization but just like they look up to you because you are larger than life because you are in the ring and they are not and so for you to go and do something or say something stupid yeah. uh, essentially stupid yeah. um, not even about other promotions just in general Right. you know that It's hurting you as your character I agree More than it's hurting Whatever you're trying to bash
0: Yeah it makes you think twice Like are are you pissed about a certain situation Okay But Do you Say I'm gonna go post this on Facebook right now And bash this person or that person Or this situation as a whole When you sit there and think to yourself Yeah you know what I'm smarter than that Don't do that You know because it's Again it's gonna make you look bad And and not that you're, again, it's not about being fake. It's about just being uh, a better person sometimes, you know? And, Um, like, I
1: can't say that, again, you know, going back to, you know, talking or, like, feeling a certain way about WWE, you know, what they've done. Or, you know, same goes with indie. You know, I watch an indie show, and it might be one of the best indie shows I've ever seen right. I might watch an indie show and it might be one of the worst indie shows I've ever seen
0: You, know, I'm, you or know what, on thing, it and, and I want to say this too because you're, you're, you're right and but I want to also say that I feel like sometimes no matter what you can have a five star show there's going to be one person that's going to find something wrong with one little thing and that's going to deter their whole Attitude towards that show itself, right? Because that's how some people are. Some people are very picky.
1: But this also is what should separate <coughs> the workers from the fans. I agree. The fans can say this yeah. show sucked, or this show is great, right. or this match sucked. This match was great. Fans, the workers, although they may have their opinion, right, don't express it publicly. No. If I had an issue with something that you know Joe Schmo Indie Guy was doing, right. Have the respect to tell them to their face or Joe yes. Schmo wrestling promotion. Right. You know, have the respect to talk to them.
0: And, and you to make them too. better,
1: though, not to bring them down. No,
0: fans have more of a say so because they're actually the paying customer. Very so true. If, if they're telling you something, you might want to take notice in this in a little bit. Absolutely. Some uh, may just be saying it just because some people like to, to do those things, but. If they're telling you something they didn't like or something they want to see or something, maybe you should listen to that because they are your paying customer. Again, when you're just a a worker, um, sometimes you should maybe think about what you post. Don't stir the pot all the time. It doesn't make you cool. It doesn't make you, uh, you're not going to get booked somewhere because you stuck up for somebody else just because you think, oh man, if I stick up for this dude, they'll book me for their promotion. That's not how things work, man. No. You, they're always book you based on, uh, hey, I got your back in a Facebook online fight. Yeah. It's not going to happen. This is not going to happen. Oh, then if
1: we're going to talk about that, then here's another pet peeve of mine. People who work for a company or run a company that bring in somebody from another company in hopes that that person is going to turn around and bring them into the their company. Yeah. I, that might sound a little confusing. but No, no.
0: It, it makes perfect sense. It, in a sense... If I'll put it in my terms guess <laughs> Go for it You put you, it in you you nice terms right. I put it in the It's ass kissing It's essentially ass kissing Right So um, And this is by no means To say anything bad About dropkick diabetes But that'd be like me saying Hey let me book you For this show And if I book You know Kip for this show Then I know that I'm a lock For dropkick diabetes When dropkick diabetes Comes around And, and Kip doesn't book me Well then I'm gonna be pissed off Because man I, I had your back on that show And then I'm gonna stop using you And then it becomes a cycle Right And that's where it it doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, if we're gonna talk about that, so for Dropkick Diabetes, we bring in a bunch of people that
0: right.
1: don't get used at you know your show or right. you know the show you down guys, the street or whatever. You guys
0: work with several different promotions. We to do make one show come together. And
1: so I don't book these guys in hopes that I'm gonna get booked. I don't book these guys in hopes of anything. I book them because I think this person's a good wrestler. Right. I think that person has a good attitude. I think right. this person is uplifting in the locker room. Yeah. You know, anything along those lines. Without without trying to go off of that and get something. Right. I mean, ask anybody from any of the other promotions. After Dropkick Diabetes, I have not hit up a single promotion saying, Hey, can you book me? Right. Now, if they come in and they work somebody or see a match and think, Hey, this guy's really good. I'm going to use him on my show. Not me, but anybody, you know, good. I'm glad. I, my personal opinion of the business is, I want to see every promotion succeed as best as it can, and every wrestler succeed as best as they can.
0: Uh, so you know, if it they, helps they, you, they call it a brotherhood for a reason, uh, and, and it, I think some people get lost in that too. I agree. Listen, not everybody's gonna like everybody. Right. That is. Uh, that's there's, why they there's call sibling rivalries. Right. That's why they call <laughs> wrestling a, dis- a dysfunctional family. <laughs> we don't all like each other. Very true. And that is legit. Some yeah. of us. Kayfabe's dead. Some of us are friends. Some of us are good friends outside of it. Yeah. Others is a hello and a goodbye. Yep. Because that is what you should do in a locker room. Regardless if you like somebody, don't like somebody, what have you. Yep. You should speak to the person. At least a hello and a goodbye.
1: Right. Now, if I can help you get a booking somewhere else or you can help me get a booking somewhere else, fine. I'm. I'm that's fine. But trying to do a favor so that you can get a favor is, right. is a little... Shady and underhanded. And doesn't right. make you look like a very good brother I agree, or sister. I
0: Gotta agree.
1: definitely say sisters, too. Because, I mean...
0: <laughs> absolutely, man. There are women wrestlers. And, and, and while we're talking about uh, women wrestlers, uh, that's a good topic. Because a lot of people are, are very upset about uh, WWE's decision to uh, put Nia Jax in the men's Royal <laughs> Rumble match. Now, let me just say this. If you've been a fan of WWE... Uh, for many years, then you know that China set that record first,
1: mm-hmm. and uh, then Beth Phoenix it was, was what, in it.
0: 2000, I think China did that in 2000. Uh, Ten years later, Beth, Beth Phoenix did it. After her was Karma, and then came Nia Jax. Now, who was only the fourth woman to ever compete in a men's world Rumble match. So, yet
1: for some reason, that is what caused the problem. Yeah, not
0: it, the other three. No, no, no. It, all of a sudden, Nia Jax did it, and everybody's was like in mm-hmm. uproar about it. Because, no, well, women need to stay in their in their place and not compete in a men's world. Um, no, that's bullshit. I'm sorry, but here's the thing. When, when WWE does it, it's more of a special attraction because it's something they don't do. Uh, they did the whole, they've done the intergender thing, which has been, you know, cool. But still in the intergender uh, rules, the man's in the ring, the other man's got to be in the ring with him. And same thing, the women compete against the women. So for her to step up and do that... And it's been, I don't know, what, four or five years since somebody's done it? Something like Um, that. You know, I I think, again, it's a special attraction when WWE does something like that. It's not any reason for anyone to get an uproar for it.
1: And I think they made a good decision of using Nia Jax instead of some of the other girls. She's believable. Right. I mean, not saying that any of the other girls would have done just fine. Right. But the fact that she is, and I'm glad that they, uh, I'm going to go on two tangents here. One, I'm glad that they have, um, strayed away from that, you know, model-esque look. Yeah. And started using real women. I agree. Um, I mean, to me, to me, uh, I can't say her name now. Tamina? Tamina. There you go. Nia Jax, uh, even Ember Moon, who's a little bit, uh, she's short and thicker. Yeah. Um, you know, there, and there's, there's, plenty more but you know it's nice to see that they're doing that i agree but you know having nia jack stand you know face to face with dean ambrose or randy orton yeah she was, in was more with, believable as she could possibly win this yeah than if sasha banks was in it and trying to stand face to face with randy orton not saying in real life sasha might be the best fighter and be mm-hmm. able to kick randy's ass right but she was You're in there. Putting with, on a
0: show. She was in there with guys like Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, and, and Dolph Ziggler. And those are top guys in the company. And then she Eliminate Mustafa. She did. And that's the thing, man. So and there's a guy who's up and coming who's been getting a, a very big push lately, and that makes her look good. Right. She was in there, like again, with guys like Mysterio. Uh Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler. She took every one of their finishers, made them look I thought she looked she looked great doing it. Yeah. She uh they sold for her and in, in, in the same respect. So I don't see where this big uproar is. Okay. In, in today's society, I get it. Uh, you're going to have that group that's going to say, oh my God, that's a man beating a woman.
1: Right. Domestic violence, blah, right. blah, blah. But you know what? All right. So, and not to get, again, not to get super off topic, but a woman could be just as abusive as a man could be. Absolutely. You know, yeah, it works both ways. It does. I'm not saying that either one is right Right. by any means. I don't think nope. abuse of any form is right, but you're putting on a show. It's a wrestling show. These are people who are looked at as fighters, you know. Why can't it happen?
0: To me, it's, it's, a, it's a huge rub to the women's division.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know? um, and with their big push of the uh, tag team, the women's tag team titles, yeah. and with Nia Jax being in it with Tamina. Exactly. That's a huge push I in agree. their favor.
0: And, you know, I think a lot of these people that do complain about stuff like that, I don't think they've ever they've ever been to an indie show.
1: Probably not. Because
0: (laughs) indie wrestling, you see a lot of uh intergender matches. And it's it's not even intergender, it's just man versus a woman. And it's not, oh man, this guy's beating up that 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 girl. No. These these people are doing this because they can hang with the guys. Right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a name at you. He's always guy. (laughs) She she hangs with the guys. I've wrestled her many times. Sometimes Better than some of the guys hang with the guys. And, I, and I'm not knocking anybody, but she, she's good at what she does. I, I've seen uh, Jocelyn do it. I've seen Jinx do it. And I and the list goes on. There, there's, there's other female wrestlers that have been doing this for years. Yeah. So if you're going to complain about WWE doing it, again, they're on a bigger stage. So everybody can see that. So they're going to complain about it. But the indies do it and have been doing it for years. So... Yeah. I don't see where there's a big problem. Again, these women are just as equal as the the, the male wrestlers. Agreed. I mean, there, and there are some women
1: wrestlers who can, <laughs> like you were saying, out-wrestle yeah. the men wrestlers. Uh, again, it's always got. <laughs> and it's the she, truth. She can. Listen, she's out-wrestled me a hundred times. So, a um, hundred times over. Um, but for them, you know, there are the women's shows. But then there are, you know... As far as I know, there's not an all-women's promotion in Ohio.
0: No, not in Ohio, not at all.
1: And so, what's she supposed to do? Every weekend travel out to California? Every weekend right. travel out to Michigan or right. whatever? You know, she's got a... All these women have to have other promotions to work at, too. I agree. And if the demand is low for, you know, at this promotion for a women's match,
0: they're going to get put with a guy. And, in, and if you think about it, WWE doing this whole women's evolution thing really helps indie girls out, too, because it gives them more of a... I'm not saying that... Okay, so I'm not saying that if you run any promotion, you want to uh, copy everything that, that you know WWE does, but if you see that they're doing good and this is happening for for female wrestlers in that promotion, you're going to want to do that more on an indie show, too, because you see that it's, it's a big boom right now. Right. It's a, it's a big thing. It, it's going over well. People are really enjoying it. Um... They had their own female uh, pay-per-view, which where I, I'd say some people said it didn't do as well. I thought it was a solid I show. I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed every match on the show. I'm, you know? I am so happy about where
1: public eye women's wrestling yeah. has come from to where it is now. Yeah, Because these women wrestlers do need the attention that they're getting. Um, and I think that it is a big statement for them to be able to be in a match with a guy and. Yes, yeah, sometimes you're gonna lose to the guy, but yeah, well, sometimes you're gonna
0: I mean, beat the guy. Think about it, man. I mean, back in the old times of, of, of uh, wrestling, um, it's it's and it still is to this day for for some uh, to a certain extent, it's a very male dominated sport. It is, um, and you know back then, the guys didn't like that the, the women were wrestling. They they were there, but they weren't featured on the card anywhere near where how they are now, and I think. Uh, Even with indie wrestling, you know, when I first started out, I started out in 96, and there were guys in that locker room that didn't like me because I was the green kid, and that's how it was, you know, and you still see it today, whereas I'm the kind of person that, and I'm not putting myself over here, but the kind of person that if you see a green kid and they're just starting out, those are the kind of people you want to book and give them a shot because... Some people will look and say, "Oh, you've only had what two matches?" Yeah, no, I'm sorry, man. Thank you, though. I appreciate you, you know, inquiring about a booking. But no, thanks. These are the kids you want to give a shot to. These kids are hungry, man. They want to wrestle. Oh, yeah. They want to work. Well, that's you know? not not to
1: uh, promote. Uh, I don't care. I'm gonna promote another another company. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, that's why I like about Uprise out in okay. yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania. I know, yeah, I know exactly which about. they yeah. are giving these these younger guys, yep. hungry guys, yep. a chance. And not only is it getting them out there so that they, you know, people can see them and yep. see that hey, this person's good, or hey, this person has potential. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also building their confidence up. You know, right. now not now when they tried to get into another company, it's not oh I had five mat I have five matches under my belt now it's yeah. i've wrestled you know 60 shows or 60 <laughs> matches you right. know and that's good i'm glad to see people like uprise or promotions like uprise yeah. giving these guys chances and they, and they
0: have that nice mix of veteran guys that will help out and they do the young guys which that's is nice. uh
1: bray mckenzie yeah. uh their last show mm-hmm. just wrestled a kid who had it was the kid's second match oh, wow. ever wow and i was i watched it it was a good match. Uh, Yes, there are, you know, like ring placement issues. Yeah, there was a little bit of timing issues. And you're going to have
0: that in your second
1: match. Right. All in all, though, it was a good match and having Bray in there to help the kid lead him in the right way. I really feel like put the kid at a better at a higher level you know i'm
0: glad you brought him up because he's a person that i feel like doesn't give himself enough credit not at all because he can he can take and help a person like that who is in their second match and and guide them and help them through it and i know that he did but not even seeing the match i know that he did because i just know the kind of person he is
1: he is Um, and and like i said you know yeah there were some issues and i'm sure that after the match they talked and you know, Bray told him, oh, yeah, you know, this is good. You know, this, you could, you you should work on this. I'm so glad you
0: just said that after the match they talked. That's, that's, I heard everything you said, but I took <laughs> that from that conversation. And I, and I want to say that young guys in the business, please take that. Please, please, please take the constructive criticism. If a person comes up to you and says, hey, you fucking sucked. Okay, you're done with the conversation. Yeah. All right. But if a person genuinely comes up to you and says, hey, man, um. know the match was good but here's what i think you need to work on maybe you can do this 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 and this that's a person who's trying to help you absolutely now i'm not saying you take advice from everybody because uh let's be honest you have that guy who says oh i've been working for 40 years and in that 40 years they had 38 years of downtime (laughs) and they worked for two okay you're gonna have different aspects in the business of people that are gonna to try to tell you, hey man, well this is how you should do it. Yep. If anybody comes up to you and their first initial words are you fucking suck, don't don't bother with that person. But if a person is trying to really like tell you and, and break it down and, and, and break down an entire match and tell you what you can do better, please take their advice. And I mean here's the thing is
1: I'm I'm into my sixth year and I still go and ask people that I respect right. that I know will be honest with me. Hey, did you watch the match? And if they say, "Yeah," what did you think? Zoe Skye. I ask her if she's on a show I'm on. I ask her after every match, "Did you watch it?" And she will give
0: you a very honest opinion. And
1: she will. And and here's my thing is, I prefer for them to tell me what I did wrong. Right. Um.
0: anybody Don't don't stroke a person. anybody who go If you go up
1: to anybody and say, "How was it?" and they're like, "Oh, it was great. I like this and I like that." And da, da da da
0: da. Go to somebody else. I'd rather you pick apart what I didn't do right, so that I know what I need to improve on for next time. Right. I mean, and that's yeah, what should I, be.
1: I like hearing that my leg drop looked good, or I like right. hearing that my butterfly suplex looked good. But I want to know that, hey, when you threw that punch, your arm didn't look like you were throwing a strong punch. You yeah. just looked like you were tapping them. Good. That's what I want
0: to hear. Right. I agree. You know, it. it um, again, man. Like I said, I, I, I love the business, and I do. Um I wouldn't be doing it. you wouldn't be doing it if we didn't have a love for it I do because it's not always um uh it's got its ups and downs, you know it um, doesn't
1: always love you back
0: right and that's a perfect phrase for it <laughs> uh for me it's been it's kind of been my rock over the years, you know uh, if things go bad in, in real life, uh, I feel like wrestling was there to kind of um you know pick me back up yeah um but again, man, it just I don't know. People, I think, get so upset and then just anymore complain about everything. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it irks the hell out of me.
1: Well, we're in that age of movements where there's a movement yeah. for everything. I agree. And no matter what you do, you're hurting somebody's feelings or hurting, you know, somebody's mindset and blah, blah, blah. That's no, and, true. And it, it's really like, I remember growing up and if somebody said something mean to me, or said I did something wrong or whatever I took it I listened to it I either ignored it or I grew from it right and now it's everybody has to be perfect
0: I agree they they don't want to hear the constructive criticism no they want to only hear that oh man you know that was great that was awesome they don't want to hear all right Your your placement was off. Uh, Example, and I and I won't throw any names out there because I'm not going to do that right now. But we did a show. um, We did a six-man tag match. Uh, We were in the ring with said person, and um, you know if you're there's two guys in the ring and we're feeding punches back and forth. This person was not selling said punches, and wasn't feeding themselves to me back to the other person to me back to the other person. And then we did a double-team move, and the person completely put their head down, and we ended up kicking each other. Oh! So after the match, we pulled him aside nicely and said, hey, man, um, I know you're a bigger guy, but when we're feeding punches towards you, sell to me, sell to him, sell to me, sell to him. It's a back-and-forth thing. And please don't ever put your head down on a move like that that we discussed with you beforehand, because then we kicked each other and looked like idiots. And all I got back from that was Yeah man I got it Not Anything else Didn't take anything from it Yeah man I got it
1: No growth
0: No And then that's this thing Like I'm not saying you have to take my advice And run with it Um, I'm not saying that Because I've I've been in the business for Over 20 years I'm not saying you have to take my advice Because you don't You, You don't have to But I am trying to help you And you just basically looked at me and said that Yeah man I got it yeah okay but you didn't have it and that's why we were trying to tell you to improve on it for next time right because not everybody's going to be as nice right and we said that i know? mean there's there is a thing called receipts
1: you oh, could man. have <laughs> kicked each other felt like idiots and decide right. you're gonna light them up for real exactly and that happens a lot it does it does happen a lot listen i i am very i forgiving <laughs> with my receipts uh, I, yeah, I, yeah i have been over the I years can, too I can probably count on one hand how many times I've given a receipt. Right. And it's usually because three or four things happened Yeah, pretty quickly, you know, that caused a receipt. Right. And if you don't know what a receipt is, it's somebody messes up, could have potentially hurt you, or did hurt you. Yeah. And to let them know you hit them a little harder. A um, real harder. <laughs> one of my
0: things too, and, and I guess this goes back to kind of the pet peeve type of thing, and again, Kayfabe's dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if you're in the ring and you're 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 working someone and you have someone outside the ring, and I'm kind of throwing a little small plug in there for this happened to me uh, a few months back. Um, Kurt was in the ring with someone, and I was outside the ring, and I'm constantly trying to tell this person to slow down a little bit because I feel like there's there's fast and it's sloppy, or there's fast and it makes you make it look good. Listen. Keep your ears open the whole time you're in the ring. You have to. Because if you mess up, that other person's going to be there to help you and pick you back up. Right. You know, always pay attention. Keep your surroundings. And that goes for referees, too. Um, If we're in the ring and we're trying to get a referee's attention, we shouldn't have to scream at you five times to say, hey, hey. And you don't pay any attention to us at all. You know, because, and that's funny because I remember when I was training... Preston had told us that, you know, referees are a huge part of the business. And I never knew that, you know? Yeah. That same night, I remember I came home. I watched Monday Night Raw. And it was, and this is funny, it was Sid Vicious versus Owen Hart. Well, sorry, Sid Justice at the time. Whatever (laughs) you want. Or just Sid, I'm sorry. Uh, Because, you know, we we lose our last names sometimes. Um, So, it was Sid versus Owen Hart. And I remember I saw, and and only because I knew it at the time. Because he had just told us this. The referee um, helped out in the situation. I don't want to give the whole situation away, but helped out in the situation, and it really hit me like, wow, that that's crazy. Like I never knew that. Hmm. So you guys gotta keep your ears open at all times, man. It's it's hugely important to do that, you know. And that's one of the things I learned while
1: training was you gotta keep the other person safe. Yeah. And you gotta keep yourself safe. Yes. And when you (coughs) forget that. Or just ignore it. Yep. That's where problems happen. Yep. That's where you know bones break. That's where yep. muscles get torn. That's where ankles get rolled. And or,
0: you've unfortunately suffered. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So it, it's the truth though. Mm-hmm. You know. Some people don't. Um, uh, I don't even know how to say it the right way. I don't want to say they don't respect the other person, but I think sometimes they they more or less you try to be that tough ass that you know what you don't have to be. Yeah. You know, just work with a person. You don't, you don't have to go in there and, oh, I'm going to take your fucking head off, you know? Yeah. Hey, man, if your clothesline stiff and it looks good, I'll take it all day. But don't be unsafe.
1: That's, you know? I would rather it look impactful. Yes. Um, as long as, like you said, it's safe. Exactly. Um, I've gotten plenty of bruises. I've gotten oh, yeah. plenty of muscle aches. There's been days I woke up the next day and felt like I couldn't get out of bed. But it didn't kill me, it didn't no. break anything, it right. didn't It didn't seriously hurt me, Mm-mm. you know? And I'll do that again, I'll, I'll wrestle the same person again because, yeah, even though I felt that way, it looked good. I agree. And I'm still standing and it didn't make me wanna hit you
0: back or something, you know? You know? In, a, in an overall sense, it, it's, you know, a match is, uh, we're going to say one-on-one in this aspect, but it works for tag team six man and so on is two people working together to make each other look good. Yeah. Um, it's not a competition per se, you know, it's not a competition. It's not uh, let me outshine this person. It's two people working together. And I, mm-hmm. and some people I think forget that um, they, they want to, uh, they want to shine more than the other person. And, if you're in that mentality, you probably shouldn't be in a wrestling ring. And that's just my take on it. If you can't work together, whether again, if you like the person or not, and that goes back to, to some of the other stuff we had talked about. I have not liked all the people I've worked with, but you have to put that aside and do business. Yep. And that goes for booking people, working people. You put it aside and you do business because it doesn't always, um, it's not about you. Right. You know, it's just not personal story. Um,
1: after I broke up with one of my ex-girlfriends, some—I'll keep names completely out of it—somebody started talking to her immediately, trying to get, you know, her to send pictures and blah blah blah. And we were still on good terms. She right. tells me about this. I literally had a match with him that weekend after she told me, wow. and I did not hurt him
0: at all. Right, and. You handle the situation the right way, where someone else may have said, "I'm gonna fuck this dude up," because that would piss you off. Yeah. Whether or not that's your ex-girlfriend or not, it, it's still fresh in your mind, and this person is immediately jumping on the thing. Where oh, yeah, let me let me moving on this girl. That's a whole other subject that we could probably talk about for another hour.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> save that for another podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> and that'll
0: make people mad too because <laughs> if if you do listen and you're sitting there going, "Shit," they're talking about me. Yeah, we probably are.
1: Here's Just the thing: man. is if anything of this stuff. Offends you Right Take a look back And uh, take a look at yourself And see why it offends you Right Is it because You do this And It's being called out Yeah And If If The two of us Are saying it It's not just the two of us That feel this way Right There's other people Who are looking at it Thinking the same thing
0: Hey I've had people Say stuff about me And if it's genuinely true Then I want to change that Now if you're just Making shit up (laughs) <laughs> Again, depending on who you talk to. You'll probably hear some bad shit about me depending on who you talk to. I'm just going to be honest. Um, and that's okay. Because, look, I'm, I'm, I'm in that part of life where I say, look, if you like me, you do. If you don't, you don't. And if you know me, then you know me. Yep. And if you don't, then you listen to what other people say, and you can judge me based on whatever you think you know. And that's fine. It is what it is. My personal opinion,
1: if anything that I have said, on this podcast, has offended you? Talk to me. Yeah, same here. You know, I mean, i'm I will say I've, I have, you know, I've made references to Walmart employees and references to Circle K and whatever. You know, that's not. A I'm not. Digging, I'm not. Yeah, no. I'm not digging on anybody. I'm not shooting on anybody. I'm not. You know. I'm guilty of some of the stuff that we've talked about and learned from and stopped doing it. Same here. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm no saint. So if you feel offended, if you feel like I've attacked you, talk to me. Right. You know, just Same like we year. said in the very first pet peeve, yeah. you know, talk to me. Right. Drama. I'm, we talked about it. I had, I can think of only one issue I've ever had with somebody. Right. And they said something. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not saying any any names. Right. They said something on Facebook. I messaged them. I said, hey, I want to talk to you about this, blah, blah, blah. We cleared it up. He deleted what he said. I fixed what I did wrong. Right. And honestly, I
0: I like the guy now. And And as far as I know, he likes me. And again, man, there's two ways to handle a situation. And we're going to just be honest. It's either the asshole way or the respectable way. Yeah. You took the respectable route. That's the thing is... And it, it's something that we keep
1: digging in this whole podcast. Yeah. Be professional. Yes. Be respectful. Yes.
0: That, that's all it takes. And let me throw it again: whether you like a person or not, be respectful. Yeah. You have to be. It's a business of. Again, you don't have to love a person, but you do need to at least acknowledge that person, whether you like them or not. Yeah. Um. All right. So <laughs> we got on a, a nice long. <coughs> we did. Rant um, there. So okay. We got this this funny thing we're going to do. Uh, I will be completely honest. I saw this on YouTube and I thought it was fun. And Kevin here's going to come up with five names mm-hmm. and we're going to we're going to let you know whether that person is a dick or if they're cool. And and I make Kevin's going to test me on this. So I I don't know these five names. So let's uh let's give it a shot. And
1: for these five names, if you are listening,
0: I'm going to be brutally honest here. I'm sorry, but I am.
1: And I didn't pick any of you because I feel like he's going to say one thing or the other. I just... No, I'm not going to shoot names. on anybody. I'm just going to be honest. I'm, 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 and
0: again, shooting and being honest, same thing. But still, I'm not going to sit here and just dog people. I'm just going to be honest. All
1: right. So, first name since it's who I brought up in the very first conversation. Okay.
0: Sean Resnick. Sean Resnick. Um, you know... Uh, Sean, I love you. A lot of people perceive him as a dick, but... He's always been cool to me. Um, I think he just gets a bad rep sometimes because some of the stuff he's done in the past. And honestly, he's a good dude. He kind of keeps to himself. He didn't used to. He was was like me, too. And he would, you know, run his mouth on some shit that he probably shouldn't have. But I think he's also grown up and stopped doing that, too. So for me, I'm going to have to say cool. All
1: right. I'm going to say another name, but I feel like I know where this is going to go already because... You talked them up already in this podcast, Zoe Sky.
0: Uh, absolutely cool. I, I can't say enough good things about Zoe Sky. Um, great worker, even better person. Uh, uh, same thing along the lines of uh, Bray McKenzie. She doesn't give herself enough credit. She's somebody that I feel young guys could go up to and ask a question. And we talked about. And that. And veterans, exactly. And she doesn't. She doesn't always see herself as that veteran person that you can come and talk to, but she is. Mm-hmm. She can help male and female, and and I feel like um, she she's got that about her, man. She's, she's great in the ring, and I'm not just saying that because uh, you know I'm just, I'm not just saying it just to say it. She is great in the ring, and I feel like she needs to uh, acknowledge that about herself and, and, and take a little more um, you know look at herself in a better way, I guess. You know. Yeah. So uh, without a doubt, absolutely cool. All
1: right. Um... I'm picking this person and I'm going to give a little feed or a lead up to it. Okay. Um, I know personally that he went on what I call his amendment tour or bridge building tour last year. Okay. Cause you know, I've had plenty of conversations. Right. Um, and you know, I know that he was trying to repair bridges last year. So I'm just curious as to how you feel. Max okay. Alexander.
0: Wow. Um, if you asked me this question five years ago, I would completely tell you dick. Um,
1: and he probably would have agreed with you. Well, right, now well, he will Matt probably is agree is one of those
0: people that would basically tell you, I am a dick, and he knows it. Mm-hmm. Well, he, now he would say it. Like you said, he wouldn't say it before. Um, I haven't had much interaction with him lately. Uh, I know that we've had some problems in the past. He... Uh, Did mend that bridge and we did talk and we worked together on uh, several occasions after that. I
1: didn't know if he was one of the, if you were on his list of bridge building, so.
0: No, we did. He, he, uh, we didn't talk for about a good two years and he called me out of the blue one night and we discussed everything that I felt like he, well, he knew he messed up. We talked about everything and we ended up working together after that. Now I haven't worked with him in probably maybe a year per se, as far as my way, um, <laughs> I would say th- Matt was on that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm no heat gimmick for the longest time. <laughs> I think sometimes Matt still has a little bit of heat sometimes, but, uh, and he'll probably get mad at me for this, but he's a, he's a tolerable dick. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Um, He's not all around a bad person. I think he's got great intentions sometimes, and he does. Yeah, I
1: mean, he helps with dropkick diabetes, you know, co yeah. promotes it with me. Absolutely. He's I got think great his intentions. He starts in the right place a lot yeah, of times.
0: 100%. But he's, he's a tolerable dick.
1: All right. All right. This person has called himself an asshole plenty of times.
0: All right. Sean Blaze. Sean Blaze. Wow. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> I have known Randy, Sean Blaze, for his entire career. Met him back at Mega when he had his uh, first match, and Randy himself, if he's being truthful, will tell you that I was the only person that liked him back then. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm still the only person that likes him even now. Um, Randy's a lovable dick, <laughs> but let me let me just say this because he is a self-proclaimed asshole. He oh, is, yeah, and he, he will tell you told, that he yeah. has told me a thousand times yeah. that he is he will an tell asshole. You that. Um. I, I really am glad you said this because for me, uh, there was a situation that happened not too long ago between me and him and uh, I just saw him recently at a show and he decided to not talk to me and kind of ignore me and I don't have any ill will towards him whatsoever. I've known him for too long to, I don't hate him by any means, I don't hate him at all. Uh, he made a decision, that was his decision to make, he did so. So if you listen to this or someone tells you about it, because that's usually how it goes. Um, Just know that when you see me, it's okay to talk to me because I I don't have any ill will towards you. So I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad to get that out.
1: uh, I'm going to add on to this personal level. I've had, um, when I first started training, I I started at Mega and Randy pulled me aside and actually like one-on-one with me and I've had respect for him ever since and
0: Dude, I'll, like I'll, I said
1: I'll, he he has said he is an asshole. right I have seen him being an asshole but I also know him on another level where right same here I, I, I like Randy and
0: I'll give him the utmost credit and say that this um, some people would be pissed at, at a person for the situation that, that we kind of went through. Uh, I'm, it is what it is wrestling's wrestling people are gonna come they're gonna go yep that doesn't mean I hate you right I've also watched him like you said help a lot of people yep. in, in his own way. Yep. You know? So I'm glad that you brought that up. All right. And my last
1: one, and this is because I've heard both sides for okay. people liking him and disliking him. He's man,
0: Wes. Oh, man. Um, I think at first I didn't like him. I'll be honest. I, I, I didn't like him at first. Uh, but I've watched him grow over the years. Not just as a worker, but as a person. Like, he's kind of changed his whole, like, demeanor. Um, he's somebody that I would like to get on shows, but it's hard all the time because he's got a gimmick where you want to—you don't want to just bring him in once. You want to kind of have something for him, you know? Yeah. And we've talked—we have talked numerous times about bringing him in and stuff. And I've seen this dude go out and bust his ass and get quite a few bookings in, in quite a few different states. Um, if you ask me again, we'll, we'll go along the lines of uh, the Max Alexander question. If you asked me five years ago, dick, complete dick. You ask me now. Uh, He's actually a good dude. That's fair.
1: That's my five names.
0: Well, you know what? That was that was fun. If anybody's offended by that, I'm sorry. But I was honest. I didn't know what uh, Kevin was going to throw at me. So I took exactly what I needed to say and said it. You know. Um, all right. So we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, we've got ideas for many more things. So we, will, we will be back for sure. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys.